Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. And uh, welcome to another episode of the Best Things in Life podcast uh, with me, your host, Kevin Hamoki. This is my podcast. Uh, thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time, uh, it would be an honor if you could uh, do the social media stuff, you know, like, comment, subscribe, share, stitch, fold, I don't know, whatever, whatever social interactions you're able to do and however you're viewing it a little interaction would go a long way in helping me and my journey of uh i don't know anyways uh yeah if this is your first time checking out the podcast thank you thank you again and uh if you're wondering how this podcast works the podcast works basically with me determining the best is the best thing right and uh today i'm going to be talking about the best uh Canadian beer, uh, but tomorrow I could be talking about the best American beer or the best the best part of a pig to eat if you're Jewish and uh, in an emergency. You see, I can get I can get specific. I can get wonky. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, if you've come here for actual valuable knowledge and for stuff uh uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just up, uh, up uh, off the top, uh, uh, you came to the wrong podcast. But if you're here for uh, some some information and uh, a little bit of laughs, and maybe you're just trying to live your best life, like myself, then you made it to the right place. You know, uh, if you are watching this, I uh, I do my pod, and then it's your first time. I do my podcast from my car, uh, and I go to random parking lots, and I'm currently in the parking lot of a um i guess it's a mall yeah it's one of those like strip mall areas or whatever empty though because uh, toronto where this podcast is being recorded is still in a semi mid whatever tier level lockdown uh there's also two squad cars two police cars behind me so uh shit could get dicey guys shit could get dicey my my uh my temptation to play fuck the police by nwa a has never been any has never been higher, you know. But I will uh, refrain from doing that because I am a law-abiding citizen. You know, I uh, I get along well with the cops because uh, my complex complexion is. Uh, did I even say that? My com my com. I'm a I'm a I look like a white guy. I look like a white guy, even though I'm half Hungarian, half Asian, and I've pretty much I also take Spanish lessons so. I don't know. That has nothing to do. I just uh, donde donde esta la biblioteca? Where is the library? Okay, I've been doing Spanish lessons. Uh, but yeah, um, today I really I wanted to talk about beer because it is summertime and things are opening back up. Patios, in particularly, I was at a patio recently, and there's a magical there's a magical feeling of sipping an ice cold beer on a hot summer day on a patio surrounded by friends and family uh especially after a pandemic right there's just a magical or whatever you know and um speaking about ice cold beer uh that that reminds me of back in the day if you're a toronto native you might know this story but uh there used to be a well the sky dome which is now the roger center uh blue jays play there there used to be um guys that would go around and sell beers right they, they'd uh walk up and down the aisles beers candies whatever but there, there was this one magical guy and i remember i must have been 16 or 17 so i couldn't actually legally drink and he would just walk up and his pitch his simple like you know everyone else would just be walking and be like beer 
beer, beer. Like, you know, like, listen, a game's going on. You're talking. People don't give a fuck. But this man, he was like, you know, skinny white guy, maybe mid 40s, late 50s, something somewhere in between there. Who knows? Because back in the day, people aged, whatever. And this guy would walk up and every like 15 minutes or so, you know, ice cold beer. And uh, yeah, this guy, uh, this guy would grab everybody's attention. And uh, you'd you'd want to buy a beer, even if you weren't even if you weren't an alcoholic, you'd probably hop back on just to buy a beer from this guy, you know. And um, yeah, he pre, uh, apparently got busted for selling to minors, you know. But a legend in Toronto beer culture. Okay, so anyways, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be talking about beer, you know. But other than that, uh, I hope uh, I hope you uh, you're doing uh, well in these uh, trying times. I hope you haven't been dipping too much into the alky, too much of the sauce, because um, uh, apparently drinking a lot of alky can make you fat like myself. And apparently Corona and viruses and just general things in life. Kill the fatties first, you know, kill, kill the fatties first. So um you're gonna you're gonna want to do something. I'm I'm working on it. Uh, things are kind of still falling apart. Recently, my hands I've been developing a, a lot of carpal tunnel. Been riding my motorcycle a lot. Pain's been going up. Numbs have been hands have been going numb, uh, which you know may or may not lead to an accident one day. But until then, I'm gonna continue to do the activity I so much enjoy, um, even if it pains me. And I'm looking to get it fixed. I mean, I don't know really. Like I've been doing the carpal tunnel. Uh, you know, these little stretches with the hands, splinting it at night. Some nights I forget because I mean, fuck, man. You know, that, that's the thing. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, like, I, I've developed certain patterns. It takes about 90 days to really get to it. But sometimes if you don't get it, you know, you, you fall off. Like, you know, right now, you know, I'm, I'm pretty good with, you know, waking up, taking my, 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 my morning vitamins, reading for an hour, meditating, like, because I've been doing them for so long. But there's certain things that I'm still like, I've been doing Spanish lessons now for more than like 170, 170 days. I got like a badge for for uh, learning 700 Espanol words. You know, Spanish is getting sick, man. I can't lie. I can't lie. I want to if you're Spanish and you're watching this or if you, if you habla Espanol. Uh, uh, how do you say it? Um, uh, tu habla Espanol. Conmigo? I think that's speak Spanish with me. I don't know. Drop in the comments and let's let's let's, let's get some learning. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that. But yeah, other things, you know, like the diet, it's hard to like you know, I'll stick to it for fucking like a couple of days and then hop off it, you know, fight it. But you know, like I like like Thomas Edison said, you know, I found ten thousand ways to fail. All I need is one. And with the diet, I've found and beer's beer's not helping it. Not gonna lie, beer will will throw you off track, you know, and especially like because I'm I'm in that gray zone of like because you know I've in my twenties I I abused the fuck out of my liver, you know I would uh, not only eat like an asshole but drink like an asshole, smoke not not too much but I'd smoke like an asshole. Now I like I enjoy the cigar from time to time or whatever, right? So my liver is probably. Heart, I mean, I got my heart checked out recently. Still a good kicker, you know, until it's not. But still a good kicker. But my liver seems to be the one really paying the price, you know, right now. So trying to trying, trying to aid that thing. But, yeah, drinking, drinking is uh, something uh, not to take too lightly. You know, I used to I used to drink quite a bit. I used to I used to be what the uh, people call a party animal. You know, I used to be a. Uh, uh, life of the party kind of guy, you know. I used to uh, uh, lot well. So I, you know, back in back in the day, we're talking twenties, early twenties. Me, the, the funny thing is, is that okay in Canada we can drink at uh, nineteen, nineteen something, something. I was drinking at like sixteen, seven. I I I remember I remember drinking my first alcoholic. Well, I've had, must have had alcohol before that, but I think the first time that I was like like. 
in a social setting of like, okay, drinking with people was after grade eight graduation, me and a couple buddies popped some cheap champagne and started drinking it. One of my friends, he was Asian and he turned red as hell. You know, and my other buddy was eating fried chicken and getting all sweaty and shit. You know, I, whatever. But I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I started drinking like right after eighth grade. And then I think in high school, maybe took a sips here and there. I remember my first beer I ever, I ever, uh, I ever drank was a beer called, uh, uh, it had a cougar on it. It might've been Kokanee, but there was a cougar on it. And I, we had it in the fridge. I, my dad wasn't a drinker, but somebody must've packed it or whatever. And I remember just pulling out this beer, taking a sip and I was like, tastes nasty, but kind of refreshing at the same time. You know, I've, that's another thing too, man. Uh, the whole people, like the people that get like all f- fucking orgasmic over beer tasting. At the end of the day, when you're a kid, like here's the thing, here's the gauge. If you're a kid and you drink beer, if you, you know, if you, if you drink your beer, you, kids don't like it. They go, oh, it tastes so good. No, it's a, they call it an acquired taste. But I think what happens is that you get older, you're able to take things a little bit better. You know, so, so yeah, beer, I mean, and, you know, there's ciders that taste pretty good, but no, I think, I think taste overall is, is a uh, kind of a thing that you develop, right? It's not, it's not something that, uh, you know, I mean, uh, like chocolate in general is fucking, I don't see anybody that's like, Ooh, chocolate. Ooh. No, most people fucking like chocolate, right? If you're not, let me know why, because you're weird. Um, but yeah, man, I, uh, Drank quite a bit, drank quite a bit, but I found, I found a very, see the thing is I never, I never became what you would call an alcoholic because I found the trick to, to drinking, right? I've, I discovered the magic formula of drinking irresponsibly, responsibly. Okay. And here's how you do it. So Let's say you, you you know you get into a social setting like parties or a hotel party or whatever, and you know there's 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 cocktails, there's shooters, there's chasers, there's beers, there's a whole lot of shit going on, right? And let's say you want to be the life of the party, like I used to be. Um, what you're gonna want to do is get to the party, always like kind of. You kind of want to be there an hour late, an hour late. So you're not the first one because you're not a fucking loser. You know, you, you and also you, you don't want to be like too late where everybody's all fucked up already. So they can't see you They're like basically you can't be the party animal if you're the if you're the last one in. Right. The animal gets the party started. OK, so you got to be kind of like not the loser that gets there first and not the fucking last fucking whatever you call them you know you don't want to be the last you you kind of want to be just there just to like basically you want to get it before it's about to get lit okay you want to get there just you want to get there and the party's kind of bumping already but now you want to take that party that's at a five and take it to a 12 you want to get it lit and here's how you do it what you're going to do is when you get there see who's around say to what up say to what up you know Talk to the girls, talk to the boys, do what you need to do. And then what you're going to do is you're going to immediately go to the bar and you're going to immediately put five or six shot glasses together. Right. Right. And then you're just going to start casually pouring each and every alcohol that you have there. You're going to just constantly pour them in there whatever. Now, people are going to be like, you know, once they see that, they'll be like, oh, we're doing shots. Oh, oh, we're, we're, we're oh. Oh, this party's about to get lit. You know, they're going to start coming towards you. Right. And then, you know, you're going to you're going to have all your shots over there and, and all that. And then you're going to once you get a bit of a crowd coming at you, you know, because they, they think that, ooh, they're going to get shots too, or whatever. You're going to look everyone in the eye, say something ridiculous, like not racist, but something ridiculous, like. Like. Uh, let's fuck a lot of. F- Let's fuck a lot of let's fuck a lot of people up tonight. Right? That might work, that might not work. 
right? You could use derogatory terms. I'm not going to because I'm a gentleman. But you can say shit like that, right? And then what you're going to do is you're going to take a shot. You're going to drink all of those shots straight to the face. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Doesn't matter how many. You want to stay under 12. I've pushed 12. You don't do well after 12. You're going to take all those shots to the face. And then what you're going to do is look around and just start vibing. You're going to start vibing. And at that point, you've now just turned that party up. You know, then you're going to go put some bumping music on, start grinding on the ladies, start touching your boys' dicks, whatever you need to do to get the party pumping, you know? And then what's going to happen is, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to be offering. There's always one guy that's going to be the offering. I'm never that guy. I know a guy. He offers the guys, you know, he offers everyone drinks and he's the one that gets everybody fucked. Usually you want to work with this guy, right? Where you already, you're already fucked up, right? And you've already turned the party on, but this guy now has to casually get everybody to your level, right? And so what you do is you work with him, get everybody fucked up. Eventually you're going to have to go to the club or, I mean, if it's a house party, I don't don't know, maybe, maybe start taking off your clothes. But once that happens, you're going to what once that happens, here's what you're going to do. And this is where this is where the sneaky sneak comes in. You're going to stop drinking, start liquidating with some water and you're going to come down. And what's going to happen is everybody else is going to get more fucked up than you and go off the deep end. And that is when you sneak in and uh, take advantage of that, because when you're sobering up and everybody's getting more fucked up, um, you can do a lot of things. You can do a lot of things. You can uh, you can go to places, do things with people. You can do a lot of things. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, drink responsibly. Wear a condom if you're into that shit. And uh, pull out if you're not. Anyways, that's uh, that's how you drink uh, irresponsibly, responsibly. So that's uh, my advice. I don't even know if kids even fucking drink anymore. You know? Anyway, so that that's uh that that's pretty much my drinking history. You know, I was that guy, right? No longer. I'm uh I'm now a converted uh aquatarian. I drink water mainly nowadays, coffee. I drink coffee cuz uh I don't get that much sleep and I need to caffeinate and uh part of the caffeination fucks me up, but you know, here we are. That's uh that's how we that's how we do it. You know. So yeah, I want to I want to get into the beer. So, here's the thing, when it comes to beers in general, I mean, beer, beer is one of the oldest. We're talking like before the Egyptians. It's what every single every single ancient civilization had some form of beer, right? And and alcohol and just in general, right? Obviously they matured. Things have changed, I think. I think one fact was uh was it called? Uh, I think it like eighteen nineteen twenties. Uh, Americans were drinking about eighty milliliters or eighty liters. Of, they were drinking more alcohol because their water was dirty, right? So alcohol is just a, a very big fabric of our. And look, even in the pandemic, they didn't shut down the LCBO. In fact, people drank more. You know, you know. So alcohol is a very deep uh, and booze in general is a very deep. Uh, Part of our culture, but today I'm going to be specifically talking about uh, Canadian beer. Canadian, because here's my thing. I mean, in top again, this is I am not a beer professional. I am not a connoisseur. I just like partying. I like a good time, and beer's always there, you know. But um, in the tier of beers, right? You, the, the main countries that really produce your top notch, I would say. Obviously, you know, you got your Canadian beers made of, you know, good, strong shit, clear water, nice, fresh. You got your American beers like Bud Light and, you know, Blue Pabst and and uh, and uh, fucking anything that's that that's alcohol, you know. And uh, and then you got your 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 English beers, you know, your Guinness, your Stouts, your Ales, all that shit. Right. Uh, And then you got your German beers. I would say if I had to put my top five countries. No particular order, just top five countries of beer producing countries. I got to go with Canada, America, UK, Germany, and then I'm putting Australia down there. 
those those big ass tall can Fosters and I don't know. I mean, you, you, listen, man, they they were a country of outlaws. You you don't think they fucking got a little wild with their beer? You know, they definitely did. So those are my top uh, country. But today I want to specifically talk about Canada because obviously I'm from Canada. I've had more experience with these beers. Not that you know I've drank other. If I had to say my favorite, okay, let's just go with country wise. I mean, uh, for American beers, I'm I'm a I'm not a Bud Light guy. I thought it was a Bud Light. I, I might be a Budweiser guy, but uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, oh yeah, Mexican beers, Coronas. I drink. I, so okay, just just the beers that I've drunk that I've some some more than others, but you know I've I've drank. I, you know I've had Coronas, Heineken's, uh, Stella Artois, uh, uh, what's another one? Uh, Guinness, obviously from from England. German beers, Heineken, right? You know all that stuff. So I've I've had I've had my share of different tasting beers from all around the world, you know. But Canada, man, Canada's where it's at, you know. We we and that's the thing nowadays the beer industry. I'd say in the last, I'd say in the last twenty years, because I don't remember being a kid. But the the amount of craft beers and and uh, brands and and like, dude, just the like celeb like like what do you call it? Stone Cold Steve Austin, a wrestler. Has his own beer. I think it's called Broken Skull beer, right? Like, like the the because because there's a market, right? And especially with the internet and the growth of the internet, you can now sell your little craft beer that you make in your fucking dingy apartment to the world, and people will buy it if it's good, right? So that's one of the that's one of the that's one of the pros of the internet is that we've now seen that we can you can make money off anything, man. You can make like listen, man. I heard recently about that girl who uh, she was like a Facebook gamer or some shit like that. And she made a million dollars off her tits on OnlyFans. Just one time, she flashed a boob. I, well, I think she, she has OnlyFans and made it. But apparently the boob shit, she made like 100000 She She could buy a house basically from just showing her tits. How fucking magical of a time do we live in where you can show your boob once. And yeah, it's on there forever. Maybe it can be shared. But you can now buy a house. You know? I would show... I don't know if I would show my dick. I would maybe show my butthole for a house. In Canada, that's about 500000 600000 A milli. Um, for a Toronto house, about a milli. I would show my asshole for a milli. But, yeah, we're not going to do that today, are we? Because we're gentlemen, right? So, anyways... um. Yeah, when it comes to choosing the best type of beer, uh, there's a couple of things I want to go into. Uh, obviously, I think what 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 what, what so what what defines a good Canadian beer? Obviously, it has to come from Canada. Uh, price point. Look, at the end of the day, getting fucked up uh, should not cost an arm and a leg, just your liver. Okay, the price point, price, the cost of a beer. And that's the thing. I mean, at this end, yeah, you're paying for the for the thing, but beer is a very, it's it's it's, it's you know it's it's wheat and and water, right? And maybe a little bit of sugar. Like it's it's not it's not something that's uh, highly processed, you know. I mean, unless you went through those big fancy craft beers or whatever, right? But you can make the shit at home. So, I mean, in all honesty, there's some there's literally some there's a lot of beers that are cheaper than a bottle of water. I know you can get, listen a big two or whatever the Evian and Evian's like three bucks. You can get like in Canada, good old Dougie Ford. I think he said you can get a buck a beer, right? So yeah, the price point is an important factor. Next one is the alcohol percentage, right? At the end of the day, you're you're paying for that alcohol. You're paying for that buzz, right? So you want you want a beer that's that that's strong. Now, standardly speaking, usually, you know, the, the a beer can go from anywhere from like three. Maybe ten percent, right? I think once you once you get into those high numbers, three to, I think three to five is the standard. If you go above that, you're looking into like liquor shit, right? You're looking into like hard liquor shit. But who knows, right? Uh, another one. Uh, well, I'm going to be telling you about the type. So, okay, just to give you a bit of a breakdown, if you're not a beer drinker or you've never had beer before, or or you're like, oh, you know, you want to know is that there's there's types of beers, there's strains, right? 
Um, you got your lagers, okay? So your lagers are basically cold strain yeast, right? They taste a little bit of light. They're 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 a little bit more crisp. You know, your lager beers, they're kind of the the, the, the I, I would say the the lager is the more commercially popular beers, right? You know, most of your beers are are, are lagers. Uh, again, I don't know where the name comes from or whatever, but yeah, the lager beers are are you know made with cold, and I believe the yeast either goes to the bottom or the top. I'm not too sure because the next type of beer is your ales. You're right, not ginger ale, but your ale, and this one's made with warm strain yeast. Right, these ones taste a little bit more earthy, a little bit more bitter, and I don't again, I don't know. If the yeast goes up to the top or the bottom, apparently that affects the taste, the thickness, the tones, and all that shit. Uh, but yeah, you got your ales. And then lastly, you have your uh, stouts and your porters. You know, darker ales. Guinness is an example of a stout or a porter. I don't know what the difference is. But these taste a little bit roasty. Sometimes they can even be a little um, sweet. They're also a little bit more cal calorically dense. I mean, a lot of people have said that, yeah, if you drink a Guinness, it's like, it's like, it's a, you feel full. It's like, yeah, if you, if you, if you ever, if you ever drink a Guinness, you're like, ooh, like it's, it's not like a, I, you know, I've had lagers where you go down, it's like water, right? Where, whereas a stout is like definitely thick shit. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's pretty much um, your types. And then, uh, yeah, lastly, flavoring. Now here's the thing, flavoring at the end of the day is going to come down to personal preference, right? You know, some people like their, their, their thing a little bit more bitter, a bit, a bit more hoppy. Others want it to, like, go down like fresh water. Just, you know, get the buzz, no real, you know, tingling feeling. Just get fucked up, right? Some people want a little bit more sweet. Some people want a little bit more cocoa-y, more whatever. And there, there's a whole bunch of options. So at the end of the day, it comes down to personal preference but generally speaking you just want a cold fresh refreshing beer right so i'll give you a little bit of a profile on some of these beers once we get into so anyways let's get into the best uh canadian beers and the way i'm going to be going about it is i'm going to be going uh, alphabetical order right of these beers these are the most popular beers in canada that i think most people can get around the world or if you ever visit canada you can definitely get them but i think most of these brands are also international like you can maybe get them in if you're in the states you could probably get a get a bit of them as well so um the first beer which i have drank and i'll let you know if i've drinking these or not i am talking about alexander keith's india pale a ale ale uh, or an IPA as they as, as they call it, right? Um, yeah, the the, the Alexander Ke Keith's India Pale Ale. Just a little bit of information. It was brewed in Halifax since 1820. India Pale Ale is light in color and hopped in flavor. Only the lightest and finest barley's that produce a pale malt are used, while the amounts of hops are increased so as to give a pronounced hop flavor. So this one is an ale. So the so the, you know the, this one has a bit more of a bitter taste to it, a bit more sharper taste to it than say you know a lager and all that stuff. I I I I've enjoyed Keith's. It's uh, uh it, it has a stronger scent to it or, or, and all that stuff. But you know and listen, a lot of a lot of East Coast beers tend to be the better beers because you know they fucking love drinking down there. But yeah, I mean the pro the price of a of a Alexander Keith, uh, 470 milliliter can. You're looking at about two dollars and ninety cents uh, for the can. And uh, again, uh, okay. So just with the prices, these are just your general. I, I got my prices off the Beer Store Canada website and all that stuff. Prices do go on sale. Prices can go up. Obviously, uh, if you buy, you know, if you buy a beer, if you buy a six pack or twenty four pack, they're all, they're obviously going to be cheaper per beers, but. Just single beer charge prices uh, is what I'm going to be posting and all that stuff, you know. And obviously, depending on where you buy it, if you buy it from a fucking fancy fucking downtown Toronto bar versus, you know, just going to your local beer store, uh, that would that will be affected as well, you know. Uh, alcohol percentage, 5.0. Straight up standard, you know. Um, so, yeah, the Alexander Keith Pale Ale. Definitely. 
definitely one of the I would say one of the best out of the East Coast. And you know what? Just just an overall, it's it, it's it's one of the standards in most Toronto bars, most most bars around here. So uh, definitely give it a shot. Uh, the next one is Carling. Carling. I never had this one, and I believe it's also I don't know if it's produced by. Uh, it's an East Coast beer too, but I, I, it's like a subsidiary. But I forget what it is. Um, but Carling beer. It's a traditional bottom fermenting lager. Utilizing Canadian barley malts and selected aroma and bittering hops to produce a fine, clean, crisp, refreshing beer. You know, uh, the price of a 473 milliliter can is two dollars, two dollars, you know, Uh, alcohol percentage, four point nine percent, you know. And this one is because it's uh, like I said, the fermenting went to the bottom. It is a lager. It is a lager. You know, uh, yeah, from what I've been telling, the Carling beer is kind of, um, I forget which other company, like it's, I forget what other company it's connected to, but I, I believe it's an East Coast, it's an East Coast beer, and this is kind of like their more cheaper, more affordable beer, right? Again, I don't know, but from yeah, from what I'm saying, it's the price point is great. It's one of the one of the cheapest ones on the list I have today at two dollars a can. Uh, you know, at four point nine, you still can, you know you can't complain. Uh, again, I haven't personally tasted this one, but I, I I've heard good reviews about it. So Carling is definitely one to go with. Uh, the next one is, um, I've had this one many times, and. I don't know. I would say this one maybe represents Canada the most. No, no, there's one more that does, but this is definitely, I would say in the top three famous beers in Toronto, this is definitely, or in Canada, this is definitely one of them. I'm talking about Labatt Blue or Labatt Blue as the Quebec RC. Um, but Labatt Blue, Labatt, <laughs> say that 10 times. Labatt Blue is a refreshing Pilsner style lager brewing using John Labatt's founding philosophy that quality beer should have a real, authentic taste blue is made with the finest hops and canadian barley malt you know uh, a can of labat blue 473 milliliter can is two dollars and 15 cents alcohol percentage 5.0 and yes it is a lager refreshing uh yeah i've had i've had the labat the labat blues um i believe they used to have them at the blue jay games you know um it's a pretty stand it's a pretty like we're like it's it's your uh, I would say most people like if you go to a bar, this might be the one that you start. Like if you've never drank before, this might be one of the first drinks that you, you start. You, you might ever get because it's a pretty it's it's not a very strong, uh, hard hitting beer. It's kind of a, a water. I'm not going to say the word watered down, but it's, it's an easier going down beer than most. You know, it's a uh, it's it's kind of almost like a neutral, a neutral taste, not too hoppy, not too whatever, you know, still a good percentage of alcohol in it. It's just it's just going down. So a Labatt Blue is definitely uh, one 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 to contend with the best. You know, most people in Canada have drank a Labatt Blue. So it says something. And Labatt in general is one of the high, like they've had so many other, they're, they're, they're one of the, the I think top or th- top, they're one of the top two uh, alcohol uh, producing uh, companies in Canada. Lemon Molson, which we'll get to. Uh, the next one is more of an indie. It's more of an indie beer, more of a craft beer, I would say. Uh, and you may or may not have access if you depending on where you are. Um, Toronto, we have it. I'm talking about Mill Street Tank House Ale. You know, Tank House Ale has a deep copper red color. Five different malts are used to produce a complex uh, multi-texture. The spicy Cascades hops uh, is used to give the assertive hop flavor, aroma, and bitterness. The result is a satisfying and complex tasting beer. You know. Uh, one 473 milliliter can is $3 and 35 cents. So this is definitely a higher priced beer because it is, uh, uh, a little bit more refined, a little bit more flavorful, a little bit more complex. Uh, I've had the mill street organic, which is definitely a better tasting. I would say beer than say your standard commercial beers or whatever, 
but the tank, I, I would assume the tank house is in the same family. Alcohol percentage wise, you're looking at 5.2%. And this is an ale. So a little bit more bitterness to it than say your standard lager, but it's, it's kind of a clean bitterness. If that makes any sense to you, you know, but yeah, if you can, if you can get your hand on a, a mill, mill street, I, I'm personally, I like the organic, the Mill Street organic, but uh, the Tank House Ale is, is is not too bad as well, you know? So, yeah, give a, tr- give a little uh, indie love to your indie beers. Uh, the next one is, I would say, Canada's biggest beer, biggest export, and had, they had one of the greatest fucking... Uh, uh, promo commercials back in the day. There used to be a guy named Joe, and I am from Canada. I don't know if you remember. If you're a 90s kid, you probably remember this commercial. That guy went around and toured just saying, I am Canadian. And I'm talking about Molson Canadian. Molson Canadian, one of Canada's largest beer manufacturing companies. Uh, Molson Canadian is made from the best this land has to offer. Canadian water, prairie barley, and no preservatives. The result is a beer as clean and crisp and fresh as the country it comes from. Molson Canadian, made from Canada. Molson Canadian is made from the... Oh, what the fuck? Did I just read this twice? <laughs> my, my bad. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I fucking copied and twice it twice. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a fresh Canadian fucking beer. You know, 473 milliliter can, $2.80. Um... You know, and lager, it's a lager. It's 5% alcohol. The ta- the taste profile of this beer is, it's a very, again, kind of in the, I would say if Molson, Molson is like Coca-Cola and uh, uh, Labatt Blue is Pepsi, right? In that same flavor, they're both very standardly tasting, neutral-ish kind of beers, but they get the job done. And they're not bad on, on, you know, if you can get yourself a hand on, on, on these guys when they're nice and cold on a summer day on a fucking Toronto patio, you're in for some good Canadian times, bud. you know, so uh, that's definitely, uh, definitely, I, I would say, and the Molson Canadian in particular, because of its popularity is one to be contended uh, in terms of the best Canadian beer, right? Uh, the next one is one, one of the Kings out of the, of the East Coast beers, I would say. And I'm talking about uh, Moosehead Lager. You know, uh, Moosehead Lager is a light-bodied and highly refreshing golden lager made by Moosehead Breweries, Canada's oldest independent brewery. This premium lager offers a fine balance between malt sweetness and hot bitterness and, using, uh, and made using only quality ingredients, including 100% Canadian barley malt and naturally uh, pure spruce lake water, you know, because listen, freshness and organicness count. Uh, a can of uh, 473 uh, milliliter can, $2.90. Uh, alcohol is 5.0, and this is a lager. Yeah, the Moosehead Lager, I would say, um, how can I say this? Of the lagers, it's a more flavorful lager. Then compared to say Molson and like Labatt, you're going to get way more kick out of it. I would say, even though the alcohol percentage, but it, it does taste a little bit smoother. It does taste better than the other thing. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why the price point is a little bit higher as well, you know, and all that. But I think, I think um, if you want a really good Canadian beer, uh, this might be one of the better tasting ones best tasting ones too um yeah i yeah the, the moosehead lager is is definitely and it, again it's very like here's the thing maybe not as popular in name as like molson and labat but uh if you most people who've had a moosehead they've they've never complained you know once you go to a moosehead you'll you'll enjoy it so yeah that's another one to consider uh the next one is a west coast legend beer uh, I'm talking about Red Racer Super Solar IPA. I've never had this one. Um, not too many West Coast beers when you got the good old East Coast and Ontario beers down here. But yeah, Red Racer uh, Super Solar IPA uh, gets its juice from the from Mosaic and Citra hops 
spicy citrus notes and an intense aroma defeat gravity itself. Again, this is just the promo shit from the site. And while the hops were used to grow on planet Earth, we think this beer is out of this world. Boom. Um, but yeah, a 500 milliliter can, so the can just a little bit bigger, uh, is about $3.20. Alcohol 6.0, and it is an ale. Again, so a little bit more on the bitter side. But I have, again, I've not, I've not uh, personally had this one, but a lot of, again, if you're from the West Coast, this is probably a standard. And the review, uh, look, the alcohol percentage is going to be higher than our East Coast shit, so we're going to get a little bit more fucked up there, bud. But uh, yeah, the can's just a little bit bigger. So I think I think I think just just from that point of view, um, it's something to definitely consider. And I, you know, if I ever get my hand on one of these babies, I'd uh, like to take her for a rip. You know, uh, the next one uh, that I'm going to be going into is one that is kind of a notorious beer. You know, because during Prohibition, this is one of the beers that the Americans bought. So if, you, if you're an American, you can probably get your hand on this. I'm talking about Sleeman's Honey Brown. Uh, the brand has been taken from Sleeman uh, Book Family Recipes, brewed with all-natural bee honey from for a unique taste. It's full-bodied, made with all-natural ingredients using crystal clear well water, and offers a surprisingly subtle honey flavor. You know, uh, a 473 uh, milliliter can is $2.90. Alcohol is 5.2, uh, and it is a lager, you know. And listen, I, 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 um, I've had the, uh, I've had a Sleeman before. I don't know if it was the honey, but the Sleeman, the Sleeman, I, I think it's, it's a premium beer. It's a, it's a very, you know, even yeah, it's a lager. Uh, I would say maybe, maybe close to a Stella. Maybe in the same family of Estella, but but yeah, it's it's a it's a it, it's hard to explain taste, but it's definitely a good. And listen, this one with the honey really sparks my interest, you know. And it definitely showed up uh, as one of their top babies. So uh, if you can get yourself on a Sleeman, definitely get one and drink it on a nice hot summer day. Um, the next one is this one's a new company. Right. But in Toronto in particularly, and again, you might not be able to get these all over the world just yet, but I think they're going to pop because everyone that I know that have have drank from them, uh, it's it's a good it's, a, it's just a good beer. And I'm talking about Steam Whistle Premium Pilsner, you know, handcrafted with all natural ingredients, a premium beer of exceptional quality, golden in color and a distinctive hop aroma. Uh, the palate is dry. The beer is refreshing and has a clean, crisp finish. Yeah, I would say, I would say, this one is similar to, similar to Old Mill, again because these are a little bit more, they're they're less watered down beers. To say like you know your more com- commercial beers, these ones actually do taste pretty pretty uh pretty good. They do they they and pretty fresh and clear and. All that stuff. Uh, a can, uh, 470 milliliter can, you're looking at $3.35. Alcohol is 5.0, and it is a lager. But yeah, uh, the steam whistle, I've because I've worked a couple of events where they just toss them around. I've never actually, I don't think I've actually had to pay for a steam whistle. And I was looking at getting a job. To, it's a Toronto one. So, you know, I had to throw it on this list. Look, I'm just going to be outright. With the other beers, it's not competing, obviously, internationally, because they're still new. But if you're ever in Toronto and you want you want to you want a taste of, of, of what the best we can produce, I think these guys are doing it right. So check out Steam Whistle Premium Pilsner. And if if you if you're from Toronto uh, and you work for Steam Whistle and you want a podcast to promote your your beer, I will gladly call you guys the best. I'll I'll I'll, I'll delete this video and I'll put you guys as the best. Just letting you know that I'm I'm that big of a I'm that big of a podcast whore. I'll do anything for, for ads. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's uh, Steam Whistle. Premium Pilsner from Toronto. You know? Uh, and the last one is one that I've not had and one that I can barely pronounce, but on the taste profile of the one of the best tasting beers in Canada, this one showed up really frequently. 
I, I believe it maybe primarily only in Quebec. Um, I'm talking about Unibrook Le Fin de Mode. Uh, my French is horrible. Uh, the brand is a triple fermentation golden ale, uh, refermented right in the bottle, blonde in color with a golden hue. Uh, it is smooth, slightly tart, and with balanced flavors of wild spices, uh, malt, and hops. Um, yeah, a 341 uh, milliliter bottle because they don't do cans like the rest of the Canadian peasants is three dollars and twenty five cents. Uh, it is an ale. And the alcohol percentage is 9.0. So you know those Frenchmen are getting fucked up off this shit. You know, that's why that's why fucking Montreal's going to the fucking final, boys. Because they're they're fucking drinking this shit. You, you know, and getting the job done. Right? So, yeah, on the, on, on the sites that I've been looking at, if you can get a hand, it apparently has a really good... It is an ale, so it is more on the bitter side. Percentage is fucking high, though, so you're going to get done right fucked up. But, uh, yeah, this is a beer I definitely want to grab my hands on. And if, you, if, you, if you've had this beer, let me know. Let me know what it's like. I, I'd really like to know what it's like. Um, you know, I, I, again, I think I am more of a lager guy because I'm not a hardcore drinker. But I think if, you're, if you like ales, this might be one of the best Canada has to offer. You know, so anyways, those those are my considerations for the top 10 uh, beers that I could go through. I Again, I went through a couple of beer sites, a couple of things. I talked to a couple of beer drinking buddies that I know that have drank all of these because they're fucking alcoholics. And uh, yeah, they, they 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 gave me this list. So but before I do, I want to mention a couple of other ones. And maybe if I missed out your beer or, or, or whatever or, or beer that you think deserves to have the title of the best um, and that meets the criteria that I have pointed out today. Uh, let me know. But before I do, the honorable mentions are Pish Mortel, Maudit. These are all fucking Quebec ones. St. Ambrose uh, Pumpkin Pale Ale. Uh, James Reddy, which is kind of an East Coast, kind of similar to, I say, a Moosehead or, yeah, similar to a Moosehead. Maximum Ice, which is like the lowest... A lot, of, a lot of fucking drunk bums have this. Uh, Mill Street Organic, which I personally really like. Laker Ice is another dirt cheap beer. A lot of homeless bums. This is their go-to brand. I I think it tastes like fucking trash, but getting done fucked up right, this might be the one to go. Kokanee, which I've had. Kokanee I like. It's a, it's a West Coast beer from BC. Labatt 50. And then you got your Molsons. You got your Molson Dry, your Molson Export, and your Molsoner Pilsner. I wanted to put the Canadian on the top of there because it's the one that most people know, the most people can get, you know. So, anyways, those are, yeah, those are the other beers uh, to consider. Uh, and, uh, yeah, when it comes to which one is the best, the one that represents Canada, one that's flavorful, one that uh gonna get you done right fucked up, give you a good old Canadian time. Um who are the ones that I gotta go with? So I gotta say look between between Molson and Labatt, I would say Labatt maybe tastes better, but Molson Canadian, it's just it's just a standardly it's just a standard beer. It's Canada's, it represents, you know, we get the job done. We don't punch you in the face. We just go in, get out, and get, get our job done, right? Molson Canadian is definitely one one up there. Um, Of the ale babies, of the ale babies, of the ale guys, I got to say, of the ales, I got I to gotta say maybe, maybe Mill, Mill Street or Keith's. Keith is definitely I I like I'm not an ale guy but I like I like Keith's and then Moosehead Lager. Uh I mean for the price it's yes it's a little bit more than the other ones but you're getting a better tasting beer than say Molson and Labatt and all that. So if I had to take into account price point 
price point, it's still it's still under that three. Like once you get over that three, you're you're looking at those craft beer prices. You might as well get something that like is done by a craft company, and you know that you like personally fits your own personal uh, flavor profiles. But if you just want like a standard, you know, you can get it anywhere. Canadian beer. Um, I would have to say the best Canadian beer is Moosehead Lager. Moosehead Lager. I think Moosehead Lager is, I mean, first of all, a Moosehead. What's more Canadian than that? I know the popularity of Molson Canadian and Labatt Blue are going to get more popular votes. But to be honest, the taste in terms of beers is pretty fucking standard. It's nothing really. It's 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 it it it, it it's kind of a safe beer, you know, a beer that you could just pound a couple and eventually becomes like water. Moosehead. Now, another thing is a couple of these other ales, because of their bitterness, may or may not fucking you know whatever, and because of the price points of like say a Mill Street or like a Pilsner from a from thing those price points i i think like at that point you might just might as well just invest in finding like a, a little niche beer that you personally like but if if i had to say let's send this beer overseas to a country to represent us in taste in cost and getting done right fucked up i gotta go with moosehead lager i gotta go with moosehead lager you know, and I know there's a couple of West Coast beers on here that I personally haven't tasted, so maybe they might enter the factor a bit more. But as it stands right now, I think East Coast best coast for drinkers. I'm gonna just throw it out right now. I think, I think, I think East Coasters from the from the people that I know, the East Coast guys that I know, they 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 drink way more than any West Coast guys. Uh I, I think I think East Coast guys, Newfies, Newfies can drink drink most people in Canada under the table, you know. So with all that being said, Moosehead Lager I think is the best Canadian beer, uh, and don't forget to uh, drink responsibly, but enjoy yourself, have a good time. Uh, we're out of this pandemic. We can go back to drinking a lot of beer and puking in each other's faces again. With a face mask or whatever, if you're vaccinated or not. I don't know the rules. But anyways, that's the Best Things in Life podcast. I've been Kevin Amoki. If you've made it this far and you're still a little bit, maybe you started drinking at this point, slowly reach over in your days and confusion and, you know, tr try and hit that like, comment, share button, you know? Do it. Do it, please. You know? Do it. Do it. Do it now while you're a little buzzed. So then, you know, you you can regret it. Be like, oh, fuck, I gave that guy a fucking like, you know, but do it now. Right. Do it now. And then comment. Let me know if I got if, if I got the beer right. And if I didn't give me a compelling reason, why not? Because so far I'm always right. Eighty percent of the time I'm always right. <laughs>